Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 10 minutes is, is difficult to, to figure out if they're going to be able to develop you. Um, I enjoyed the meeting. Uh, it was a good meeting, but 10 minutes, uh, 10 minutes or so is, is pretty difficult. Right. We're back live with more of Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. Wow. Who who were both having a, <laughs> a very interesting conversation right before this yeah. thing came back on. By the way, time out. We got to take a break for this song. This is one of my dad's. Oh, uh, yeah. This vibe. He's a man eater. I just feel like my dad did a good job, you know, putting some good music out there. Shout out to my dad, Willie. Did he have an, an eclectic musical kind oh, of yeah. catalog? Fluffy hair. Had yeah. a ponytail back in the day. Yeah. You know? Shout out to him. This, this song does it. <laughs> All right. What doesn't do it is you you hating on my my window of expectation for, for Caleb Williams. I just, I, kn- I know you got, understandably, you have big expectations for a Bears QB, the Bears QB, whichever one it is. And let's presume it will end up being Caleb Williams here. But it's going to be a rookie, man. Going to be a rookie. I, I think it's not impossible because you, you can make the case that C.J. Stroud would be at least at the level that you're talking about. But I think guys who perform at that level as rookies, and I'm you know, making an effort not to give away the range that you just told me in the commercial break there and that number that you associated it with. But, man, r- rookies tend to struggle. I constantly say that Justin Fields is a 13 to 17, top 13 to top 17 ranked quarterback. In, to me, in my mind, okay. that's his range. I don't think he'll get better than that. And I told Ant, <clears throat> whether it, whoever it is, Who's playing quarterback for the Bears? Even Justin Fields, whoever that is, there. My expectation for that individual is to be a top nine to top thirteen quarterback in the NFL. See, I think Justin Fields going into year four, I feel like that's a more than fair expectation. Rookie quarterback Caleb Williams or whomever, that's that's lofty to me. It doesn't mean the Bears can't win with that, but yeah, you know, you talking about nine to thirteen, basically saying, like, yeah, I'd, I'd like him to be a top ten quarterback in football next year as a rookie. Wow, that's that, that's big, man. I think that when you when you go and you look at who is the top eleven, twelve, and thirteenth <laughs> quarterback in the league, you might not like. Cause sometimes we just think top ten, and we're mm-hmm. like, wow, that's that's a crazy ranking. And these, yeah, I yep. can name ten off the top of my head, mm. but when you actually go and look. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, Baker Mayfield is, you know, okay, he had a good season. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is good. Okay, Jordan Love had himself a good season. Gardner Minshew's ranked 13th in QBR, you know, in the NFL. I'm like, okay, Gardner Minshew, okay. Uh, you tell me you want to be better than Gardner Minshew, yes. I, I don't have an issue with that. You tell me you want to be better than 
Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, guys who've been playing the game for a long time and played at a very high level last year. Yeah. I think mean, we, we associate the name with thinking that Baker Mayfield isn't a great QB and Jordan Love isn't a great QB yet. Both played at a very high level last year and led their teams to playoff wins last mm-hmm. year, if I'm not mistaken. So, mm-hmm. I mean, those, it's easy too, those yeah. are not guys who who I would look at and say that some rookie steps in, and I feel confident the Bears' rookie starter is going to be better but, than but, Baker Mayfield but, or Jordan Love. But, and we're not talking about J.J. McCarthy, right? I, 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 no. Yeah, I, I think we're talking about someone who the expectation should be that he, he comes in and, and he should be that good. I think the Bears team should be very good in 2024, okay. regardless of the quarterback. I see what you're saying. And okay. I think that the Fair. the performance of the quarterback themselves, my expectation for a rookie quarterback, Caleb give Williams or whomever give, else. Give me, give, me the, give, me the, give me the range then. If, I, if, if, if 9 to 13 is too high for you, then what, is, what would your expectation of a rookie quarterback coming in for the Bears be? I think the, the Bears need to do everything they can to shackle a rookie quarterback and just not let him lose games. That That is just my yeah. very old school, no, very right. media, right. very traditional approach you're to right. this You're right. You thing. said it earlier. And then if they right. get a chance to start proving some things in game and grow and mature, then great. But C.J. Stroud is the exception, not the rule. Joe Burrow is the exception, not the rule. Historically, a whole lot of rookie quarterbacks have started – most of them fall flat on their face and then begin to figure it out to a Tonga Vailoa style. Like they, most of them don't just come in hitting the ground running. Okay. I like this. 312-644-6767. Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron here with you on 670 Score on a Friday, live and local. Let's go to Jonathan. Jonathan, so you said you like Caleb Williams before the combine. Yes, I do. But honestly, Jonathan, I wait, wait, I got to stop you. I got to stop you because I can't listen to you talk the whole time with me talking in the background. So you got to lower your radio. You got to lower your radio for me. All right, brother. Okay. There you go. Because I can hear myself. All right. There you go. All right. Tell me about Caleb Williams. Um, Caleb Williams is good, but I also think that the Bears should also draft Harrison. I, yeah, I mean, from what I've seen in his, uh, prospect grade, I I like him, and he comes from a good school. I actually make this list every single year, ever since I became a Bears fan. I came up with this list of colleges that the Bears should draft from, and obviously Ohio State is one of them. Yeah, I like it. Thanks for the call, Jonathan. They got elite-level prospects at Ohio State. There's no doubt about that. Now, Marvin Harrison Jr., if the Bears take a quarterback, take Caleb Williams at one, the expectation at the moment is not that Marvin Harrison Jr. will still be available at nine. Now, you know, if there's a run on quarterbacks and a run on offensive tackles and then somebody's like, oh, well, we, we got to make sure we get a pass rusher or two. I mean, there's a world where it could happen, but it, it's not anticipated that that Marvin Harrison Jr. I mean, it, it might not be anticipated any of these three receivers. I mean, between Marvin Harrison Jr., Roma Dunze, Malik Neighbors, they might all be gone by nine. I think they will. I think, I, think, it. I think it's going to be three quarterbacks, three wide receivers, first six picks in the draft. I just can't imagine it going any other way because of how talented they are and how quarterback-hungry other teams are. Let's go back out to the phones. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Zach out on the west side. Zach, thoughts on Caleb Williams? Man, is the juice worth the squeeze? Hmm. I'm going to ask you that because I've heard people talk about his arm angles that he throws at. Justin throws it at the same arm angles. Talk about the arm, the the deep pass or the mid mid range pass that he throws. 
Justin can do that too. Talk about the vision, the the um, you know, the elusiveness. Justin has that as well. But what I'm wondering, because he's the first NFL athlete to not show his medicals, um, Anthony, what does that do to a locker room full of veterans, people that's going to be, you know, battling with you day in and day out? And I know rookies try to come in and make sure that they're seen and not heard. Um, but what type of statement does that make, <clears throat> excuse me, for your first round pick? potentially to come in and be that type of player that's not going to, you know, he's not going to go as everybody else have had to um, prior to him. And we talking about hall of famers and greats, you know? And so who is he, is he really worth this pick? Because if he's going to do this now, what about four years later when he's up for a contract? What about, if the, if we don't know his medicals, and I'm not, we're not in Ryan Pace's shoes or his staff's shoes, but you know, what if there's an injury that could be hiding in the wings, and and now he's out his rookie season? No, I, I think know? it's and it's so, a fair question, Zach. It's a fair question, and so a couple of things. One, the Bears, like right now, Caleb Williams is not providing his medical information. He's not going through sort of the medical car wash at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. But what he did, what he did admit to, and what he will end up doing is the teams who he meets with from this point on. He'll meet with the Bears. He'll meet with the Commanders. Other teams who are either at the top of the draft or who are considering trading into the top of the draft who will have a, a chance to bring in Caleb Williams for a private interview, private meeting one-on-one. You know That will likely include a workout. And he did say he'll submit to medical testing for those teams. He's just not going to provide his private medical information to everyone across the league. It was very different than the process I went through when I came out in 2001 where I was I was stuck at the hospital. I missed half of the second day in Indianapolis at the combine. I spent at the hospital with Chris Winkie. The old, like the old Florida State quarterback <laughs> who was really old when he yeah, came out because yeah, he went yeah. minor league baseball. Yeah. He, had the, he was already balding, had this wispy hair and everything. It was me and Chris Winkie sitting in the hospital for hours and hours just getting test after test after test because he was old and I was beat up. Mm. So I didn't get to do the bench press with the rest of the D-line. I missed all the media stuff like Caleb at the podium and all these other guys at the podium. Didn't get to we used do that. to do that back in the day, too. I missed all that because oh, I was at the hospital all sucks. day. Yes, it did suck. It, it kind of, you know, I, I had the number 23 on. Huh. Like, I, I, when I showed up day one and picked up all my stuff from the combine, they gave me DL23 with the level of Michael Jordan fan I was as a kid, man. And I saw they gave me number 23. They messed up now. You couldn't tell me nothing gave Ramirez. So I was ready. I was hyped for the combine. But to to, uh, to Zach's question, so that, that's the first part. Caleb will go through the medical testing with the Bears. They'll get all his medical information. They'll get to run him through MRIs and CT scans and anything else that they want. It's just not going to be all 32 teams doing it in Indianapolis. But to the locker room part of the question, which I think is key, and I addressed this a little bit earlier in our show tonight, Gabe, essentially that as long as Caleb goes in, there might be some some preconceptions from veterans in the locker room about what what's this kid all about. I've seen him on Dr. Pepper commercials, and I've seen him on Nissan ads, and I know he's already a millionaire. Who does he think he is coming in? There might be some of that. You know, Maybe there will, maybe there won't. But, I mean, it's the human experience. Yeah, some folks might have a preconception about Caleb Williams just because of what they've heard about him. Like so many folks who we don't hear much directly from Caleb, this today was the first chance a lot of folks really got to pay attention to Caleb Williams at the podium, but he'll have a chance to win the locker room over just like every other guy does. If there's a preconception that's negative or positive, 
that can be maintained or changed just after people are around you on a daily basis. So if Caleb Williams comes in with bling in his ear, driving a Ferrari, mm. but he puts his work in every day, nobody's going to care about mm. that. If he goes out there and plays really well right off the bat, definitely nobody's going to care about that. But even aside from whether or not he has immediate success on the field, is he a worker? Is he a grinder? Is he earning their respect in the same way that Justin Fields was earning the respect of the guys day in and day out by the work that he put in? That's going to carry more weight than anything else because that's what this team has been doing. They've lost a lot of games together over the last few seasons as they've been grinding to prepare for the point that they hope to be at in 2024 when they can become a winning team. And a lot of grinding together, and and that's what's created that bond for this squad. So I think you're absolutely right. Anyone coming into this position. Yeah. Caleb Williams, you have to Drake earn their May, respect, May, man, because right. we, we've been working through some stuff here together. We have been through some trials here, and right. tribulations, <laughs> right. and now we're ready to come out on the other side of this. And that's where that's what I think a lot of the Justin support comes from. In addition to plays he's made on the field, but they've been through a lot with this dude over the last couple of years, and he has been leading them through it. And they, a lot of guys want to feel like he's coming out the other side yeah. with them. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. They'll get over it. And so if it's Caleb Williams or whatever other rookie quarterback would come in to sort of take that mantle, they'll have to earn the respect of the locker room through the work they put in. Because ultimately, Justin Fields and this Bears team, they feel like they are close to this hump and yeah. being on the other side. Right. And so whoever's coming in, whether it's Justin for year four, whether it's all these, they need to be able to be able to push yep. at the same time and with that team to get them over the hump, and that's how they'll gain that respect. Uh, but maybe it's another quarterback. Let's go to Gene out in Park Ridge, who has another suggestion for the Bears to take at number one. Hey, yeah, hi guys. Uh, glad you're taking my call. Uh, I would just like to hear your opinion about Jaden Daniels. You know, we hear all the stuff about uh, Caleb Williams. I'd like to hear your football expertise, uh, evaluate uh, and compare tangibles and intangibles between uh, Jane Daniels and Caleb Williams. Greg Cosell this morning uh, had Jane Daniels ahead of Caleb Williams. So I'd like to hear your uh, weigh in on that. Thank you. You want me to go first? Yeah, you, uh, I'm not, I have no expert opinion. Well, I mean, but you, you know, I have you a family opinion. You, <laughs> <laughs> right, you do have one, some valid concerns and, and that I know are there, though. I know, I know, I, I know my six foot Puerto Rican frame. <laughs> I'm two twenty. Actually, I'm two fourteen. Just went to the hospital. But, uh, but see, then you get you got to cop yourself with with another guy though, just like Caleb did. Like, hey, I'm, I'm about the same size as Aaron Rodgers. You got to cop yourself with somebody else there. Six foot two twenty. The coach. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's been the coach. I think. Um, Greg Cosell, uh, I love his football opinion. His analysis is outstanding. Uh, Dan Orlovsky was talking about it earlier in the week as well. There is a growing support for Jaden Daniels in the, in the pre-draft evaluation process. And when you think back to the time Joe Burrow spent where he began his college career at Ohio State and spent a few seasons there in Columbus, never broke through because Ohio State had a very deep QB room back then. He transfers to LSU, has a very ordinary fourth season in college, first season with LSU in Baton Rouge, and then finally his fifth season in college, second year as the LSU starter, broke through, just blew the roof off of all of college football and went from a guy who's going to be a mid-to-late-round pick 
to being the defined, the definitive, the no doubt number one overall pick in the draft and having a fifth year, a senior season in LSU where he had multiple first-round picks at receiver, one of the best offensive lines in the country, an exception of multiple running backs who went on to the National Football League. So he was surrounded by talent, but there was no doubt, especially once you saw Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence on the same field in the college football playoff. And Trevor Lawrence didn't play poorly, but you could see where a quarterback in year five versus a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence who was in year two, there was a maturity to the way that Joe Burrow commanded the game under the duress of an NFL front seven from Clemson in that college football playoff game in the national championship game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was a national championship game, LSU versus Clemson. And Joe Burrow handled more pressure from the Clemson front than Trevor Lawrence actually faced from the LSU defense. But Joe Burrow was the one who, as he's getting beat up and having to run around and ad lib and do all these things, just commanded that playoff stage in a way that just showed you, all right, that's just a guy who's like, whatever, 23, 24 years old at that point in his fifth year of college football. Where's Trevor Lawrence? Second year? Yeah, he's going to be a first-round pick whenever he comes out. But he wasn't quite on Joe Burrow's level yet. And that's what Joe Burrow became. Jaden Daniels has been on a similar trajectory here. I called Jaden Daniels football games back when he was at Arizona State. Uh, Herm Edwards was his head coach. It was his true freshman season. I was still working with the Pac-12 network. There was so much excitement about Jaden Daniels for what he was immediately doing as a true freshman at ASU. And he looked like a guy who was going to revive their football program. And then a bunch of stuff around that program just went south and sideways really quickly. And, you know, Herm's a really good dude. And he was trying to make (laughs) some stuff happen with the program. They violated some rules in recruiting. Herm ends up getting fired. Other coaches end up leaving. And so Jaden Daniels just ends up transferring. Like his his play on the field was impacted also. But then he transfers to LSU and under Brian Kelly and, and with the talent around him. Now you've seen what he was able to become. He has been a really talented guy for a long time, is my point. So I think on the national stage, winning the Heisman this year, it feels a little bit like Jaden Daniels came out of nowhere. But he's been one of these guys. Herm Edwards told me to my face when I was telling him how impressed and excited I was about this true freshman who was just maybe three or four starts into his his true freshman season uh, down in um, in Tempe. And Herm told me, Ant, you got to calm down. Like He's not the savior. He ain't the savior now. I still joke with some of my broadcast partners about it with Herm telling me, he ain't the savior now. Like, oh, he's not Jesus Christ. But, man, this dude can sling it. This is Arizona State. And he's like 17 <laughs> years old. You right. got something here, Herm. So he has been an exciting prospect for a long time who was already on an NFL trajectory. He's gotten back to the point now this past season of really coming to fruition what a lot of us were able to see early on in his career. So in a lot of other drafts, in like an RG3 type of draft year where, you know, Andrew Luck was in that draft too. So basically, like, could he be the RG3 to Andrew Luck that Caleb Williams is now with Jaden Daniels? I do think Jaden Daniels is legitimately a very talented quarterback prospect. Caleb Williams has the highest ceiling of any quarterback in this draft. But as far as the maturity of his game, Jaden Daniels, if Jaden Daniels and Caleb Williams met on a field this year, I think it would look very similar to to what I saw when Joe Burrow was on the field with Trevor Lawrence. Lincoln Riley was just telling me a few weeks ago how Caleb Williams is just still young as a football player. He's still needs to grow and mature in his game and his approach, all these different things. I think that's very true because he's just three years out of high school, man. He's only played so much football. You compare that with some of these other guys that are four and five and six years in. Michael Penix Jr., he's probably closer to his peak 
because he's just been doing it longer and he doesn't have all the physical attributes that a guy like Caleb Williams does. But Caleb Williams has the highest ceiling. Jaden Daniels, as far as the refinement of his game, and especially playing in structure. Jaden Daniels wasn't great in structure early. He's gotten so much better in structure and in the pocket now. So, yeah, he ran for 1,100 yards this season, but he threw for a lot of yards in the pocket too. Caleb just still – there's a lot of growth to make within structure and not doing everything beyond the X's and O's. He he operates out of structure too frequently, so that's a concern of mine. So by comparison to uh, to the caller's question, Jaden Daniels, I do think he's an exceptional prospect as well. The ceiling of Caleb Williams, to me, is still beyond Jaden Daniels. So I have him as QB1, but for a couple of guys now who are starting to say Jaden Daniels is QB1. and You could see why. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see what Loho's kind of been on the Jaden Daniels thing for for a while too. So I don't I don't take any issue with somebody saying they think Jaden Daniels is going to be a stud because I, I I no doubt think the potential is there at all six four two ten. So people obviously have concerns about his frame, but you know to take the Heisman out of the hands of Caleb Williams, one mm-hmm. like you mentioned it earlier in the show, it was presumed he would run it back to back. And then, of course, a Drake May that people are looking closely at. So you still got to put up the numbers. I mean, yeah. I know I'm the one biggest person that's like, oh, he had two first round draft or potential first round draft picks that he was throwing to. But the fact of the matter is, you still got to go out there and ball every single weekend yeah. against the best teams in the country. Yeah, I mean, it's USC quarterbacks who had first round, like Carson Palmer had first round receivers, and Joe Burrow had first round yeah. receivers. Trevor Lawrence had first. You know, it's, he's not unique in that regard. But so you know, do you want a guy who? Didn't have talent, who had to rise above and didn't always look as good? Or do you want somebody who, yeah, he had talent, his team was amazing, and you know, it's all just a part of the puzzle we try to put together. Yeah, we'll hear uh, from Jaden Daniels on the other side about how his meeting with the Chicago Bears went, and then we'll give some last-minute thoughts before we send it over to Bulls basketball. Bulls taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. And then you say to yourself, wait, is this game in L.A.? Why is it at 9 o'clock? <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, the, it's not here in Chicago. It's in Milwaukee. They, they do something with daylight savings? No. Same time. Game's though. just at 9 o'clock. You get a nice little Friday late night. I mean, it is in Chicago, so you get a late late night Friday, you dig, uh, and we will shoot you to that at 8.45 when pregame begins. Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wayne, said Alyssa Bergamini got the call. Uh, but some Jane Daniels, some final thoughts on the other side. It's Heron. It's Ramirez. It's 6.70, the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I mean, it, from them, it's just um, be able to just go out there and really just uh, envision myself if I do get drafted to Chicago and stuff like that. Um, and really, like I said, with all interviews, just be able to just talk ball. You know, you don't really get to talk ball with NFL coaches too often. So, uh, you know, growing up, you know, you see, you get to this point and it's finally, it's finally real. So it's kind of a surreal moment for me. We're back live with more of Anthony Heron and Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Jaden Daniels right there talking about his meeting with the Chicago Bears, but it, it sounded very clear. He understood he's not going to be playing football in Chicago, <laughs> at least not as a member of the Bears. Uh, it's Gabe Ramirez, Anthony Heron. Got a few minutes left over here. And no, to- man. I had one of them Bo-, Bo Callahan moments from the movie. You never know. Maybe. Draft day. Maybe. I, 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 the only parts of that movie I've seen are, have been on TikTok. Okay. And I remember seeing it, <laughs> and I was like, this is good. What is this? And then all of a sudden, I remember people like start mentioning mm-hmm. it, and you're like, oh, that's the, the movie I saw on TikTok. Yeah. Like, it's, oh. just, it's hard to make what I would view as great sports movies. So I don't think that's a great movie, yeah. but I do think it it did a good job, like as good a job as a movie can do of trying to depict what the inner workings of pre-draft type of decisions would be. That dramatizes so much of it because it's Hollywood and it's a movie. Of course. So you got to do a bunch of other just fluff to to attract other people. And to it's the Kevin Costner. Line. And it's Kevin Costner. But, uh, but as far as draft day goes, yes, it's cheesy when it comes to the NFL draft. But I don't mind it because I think they, they tried to depict – the reality in a way that people could find appealing. Okay. Uh, plans this weekend. I know you're going to be kicking it with the fam. You're going to come yeah, out to watch yeah. some Chicago Fire will be or what? I should, man. Home opener tomorrow. Is that right? Home openers tomorrow, 730. Chicago Fire take on FC Cincinnati. Your boy is the in-game host. Yes, sir. So if you make it out uh-huh. to the game. And I'll tell I don't you see this, any color in the hair right now, though. Is that later in the season? We're not mid-season form yet? That's when I get Lollapalooza checks. That's, oh, okay. That's not, I got you. <laughs> that's, not, that's not regular season checks. That's different level. Hey, all right. All right. We're building up towards that. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That uh-huh. costs. That costs. Uh-huh. So, you know. Right. But, but tomorrow, the Chicago Fire are actually going to be introducing a brand new tradition. Oh, okay. And, you know, in just a few minutes, Bulls pregame is about to begin. Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wendy to the list of Burger Mini. Bulls taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, you can listen to that right here on 670 The Score. And, you know, a big guy who was a key contributor into the Bulls' win against the Cleveland Cavaliers, Andre Drummond, he is actually going to be introducing the new tradition. Oh, what? For the Chicago Fire tomorrow. His big guy. I'm going to be standing right next to him. So I'll be talking. <laughs> I'll be introducing him, telling him what he has to do. I, I told my bosses, I was like, you know I'm going to try to get him on my show. Right? Like, right, just just right. don't feel weird about the interaction that we have because <laughs> I'm definitely doing that. Uh, so he's going to be in tomorrow. They did a, a jersey exchange at the United Center. Um uh, a couple of days ago where Hugo, With you and Andre? Nah, I wish. Oh, Hugo okay. Kuypers, Hugo Kuypers and Kellen Acosta, two free agent signings ah. for the Chicago Fire. They showed up. Like big free agent signings for the Big fire, free right? agent signings, Ant. Kellen Acosta's played in fifty eight uh US men's national matches. Hmm. So he's been like all when you think like the big yeah, right. US team on the he's world played stage. On that one fifty eight times. Yeah. And then Hugo Kuypers in the Belgian League, the top flight in the Belgian League, he was on a team called Gent or Ghent, however you say it, mm. and he was one of their top strikers All in right. the Belgian League. So coming over here, I mean, it says a lot. Uh-huh. Adding those two guys to the Chicago Fire roster is going to say a lot. So tomorrow, 7.30, make sure you guys, uh, if you guys are there, say what's up. Take a Very picture cool. of me on the Jumbotron so that uh, we can all do that. But the Bulls today taking on the Bucks and Bulls, I mean, here's what, I've been, here's what I said after they beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
You lose to the Pistons. Hmm. You beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. You're the most exciting team in the NBA. <laughs> for at least one night? For, for, for every night, because you don't know. Because of the unexpected? I don't know. Yeah, anything um, can happen. Tonight against the Bucks. Bucks only favored by three and a half. Bulls should get blown out. But you never know. You never know. Kobe might hit you seven three-pointers uh-huh. tonight. You just never know. Yeah. It's, fr- it's frustrating with these Chicago Bulls. Eh? Expect the unexpected. There's no doubt about that. I mean, especially they've been banged up lately and just getting more and more banged up still working the tails off them I mean, you got to respect that aspect of it and kobe white for as well as he played and he got his money and now he's even ascended beyond that level so to see that has been fun to watch kobe achieve at that level but man when, when you don't have levine and p will and just some of the and nah. caruso's been banged up lately and so to just lose additional pieces around that it's just made life that much more difficult but Got Debo, Demar, still been out there being Demar doing Demar things. Yeah, you know, still a little up and down like a stock market here and there. A little inflation in the way that that uh, that Demar operates sometimes too. But in the end, you know what he's capable of giving you. And on any given night, like you're talking about, man, they can go out there and nab somebody. So I wouldn't be shocked that they have played well against the Bucks already this season. They have. Would not. I won't bet on it, but I, I wouldn't would be shocked either. I would. Oh, okay. I would, and I would just say. I mean, you can't beat the Pistons. Or excuse me, lose, to the, lose to the Pistons, mm-hmm. beat the Cavs, and then think you're going to win two straight games against two good teams. Okay, it's just tough. That is a Milwaukee's that's minus one sixty five today, but right. you got as you mentioned, you got Vooch, you got Demar, you got Kobe White, and you got some guys that love to play hard, and that's why. The Chicago Bulls are the most exciting team in the NBA. <laughs> I like that description. They are. Yeah. They lead the league in, in attendance. Why? Unpredictable, exciting. exciting. Yeah. I mean, they're not exactly synonyms, but I, I like what you're doing. There's semantics. I think there's a case to be made. Let's uh, thank our guest, Roddy Jones, from the ACC Network, hanging out with us today. also want to thank Tyler Ferengall for producing. Baby T. I said that's his, that's his radio name. Who gave you that name? It was me. He's the hardest producer we got. Baby T. He be, he be punking. Baby T he, goes hard. He be punking everybody. He's like, he's like, nah, I ain't working Saturday, fools. I'm like, oh, damn, Baby T said he ain't working. No, but I am working Sunday morning with you. Okay. That's different. With me, you probably were like, but I work with Gabe, though. All right. Me uh, gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time, which is tomorrow, 9 a.m. I'll be on your radios. Bulls basketball coming up next. Don't go anywhere. It's Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.